Hey everybody, it's Chris. I just wanted to do a brief intro to this episode. Um, Jeff and I recorded about a week ago, and as I'm sure you're all aware, well aware, um, two separate tragedies happened about a week ago, one of which has everything to do with what we uh, talk about here on the Since Right Now podcast, and the other which, and the more I've thought about it, uh, the, the more I, I realized it, it, it does in many ways have a lot to do with, with it. You know, one is Robin Williams' tragic suicide, um, which I, I think you can all understand. We'll certainly talk about it in a little bit. Um, what that has to do with this podcast, um, his addictions and his depressions resonated very, very deeply with myself and uh, Jeff, and I'm certain with many, many of you. And the other was the shooting of Mike Brown in Ferguson, Missouri, which is essentially my backyard. And, you know, St. Louis is a city I've lived here or visited here since, you know, 33 years. Um, so I know well what it is to be a person of color in St. Louis. And what's interesting is sort of a um, person of color in the middle. St. Louis is very much, um, you know, there's absolutely zero pun intended. This is very literal. It's a very much a city of black and white. Um, and being a frequently you know, particularly in the summer, pretty dark-skinned, uh, you know, third-generation Mexican-American. Uh, that, that's somebody in the middle of, of two <laughs> groups of people that for a long time really had no idea what to make of me. You know, I've been called, you know, what many would consider terrible things by um, both sides of that, e- that equation um, and uh, been challenged, let's say, by um, people from both sides of that equation. And you know, so I've, I've sort of experienced the antagonisms and the uh, of, of both sides, quite frankly. I don't know what my position is other than in the recovery community, it feels like we talk a lot about we're all in this together. And I just have to think, I have to believe that it doesn't stop at the recovery community. We're all in all of this together. And I, I don't know what I... What sort of behavior I hope that would encourage other than um, try not to let anger consume you. You know, try to understand the person on the other side. You know, they may be horrible people, but they also may be good people who do bad things or just poorly thought out things or I don't know. And here's what it is. I think we're not just in you know, recovery together. We're in all of this together. We all are in all of it together. So just try to come to every encounter with as much um, compassion, empathy, understanding as you can bring. And I'm not speaking to either side specifically now in in this specific instance, but for however much right you have to be angry, um, Try to channel that energy so it's as effective as possible in um, accomplishing what you what you want to see happen. Thanks for listening to that. Now we're Jeff and I are going to talk about Robin Williams passing. This was about a week ago. It was very actually it was it was the day. It was it was hours after we both found out, and uh, you know I had certainly as many of you probably had. St- struggled with some pretty intense emotions and um, 
and and I believe Jeff had too, and then he he showed up and we sort of got into rambling about it. All right, thanks for listening to this, everybody. What I was going to ask you about was yeah. our friend, how he's doing. Oh, and yeah. That's going up for me. Yeah? How's he doing? He's doing good. The note was really good. It was very positive. It was last Thursday. He has four months. Good for him. Um, he's been working a little with... Uh, he's been working with friends. Yeah. Uh, which is good. So he's back writing. Um, and he's got, he's got four months. He's going to come down and visit soon. He's seen his kids. But he sounds... Uh, yeah, living at home. But yeah, he sounds in it. He sounds Good. in the program, like super solid, doing everything you need to do. Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah, my my hats go off to him, and I just would tell him to keep doing what he's doing. Yeah, my me me too. Um, no, I'm, I'm very happy that he's yeah. uh, he's on on the track on track. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, part of me as the as podcast producer and co-host <laughs> thanks like how soon is too soon to to invite him on um i'll let you and he be the judge of that yeah um, because i'd love to talk to him yeah um and of course you know it doesn't even have to be on on podcast i would just yep. love to talk to him sometime yeah. soon just because uh you know he's uh in no small part um what got me to this point in my recovery and you know, the day started, or, or I should say, the the evening started in terms of this podcast and my, my thinking about it um, very late because Holly had to remind me. You know, Jeff's coming over. Oh, <laughs> I, was like, That's funny. I was like, "What?" Oh, fuck. Um, but yeah, no, I I, I had just sort of blanked out for a little bit today that that was today. But what what I what I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. today yeah. and is is the notion the notions of recovery mm-hmm. recovered. Mm-hmm. Do they matter? Mm-hmm. Do you only use them when you when you believe that mm-hmm. we're operating under a disease model? All this all this shit that comes around with just trying not to be an active, self destructive alcoholic. Right. Um, you, you get all these words that come along mm-hmm. with it, and you know I'm just I'm learning. For me, it's all new yeah. because I just did not really study it. I mean, mm-hmm. I paid attention mm-hmm. to some of it in the very early stages, but I didn't study it. And I have, it hasn't been, uh, something I've been immersed in over the, you know, uh, you know, decade and a half of, of my, um, sobriety. Mm-hmm. And it's only been recently that I've been able to, um, you know, understand that I needed definitions for myself for things like sobriety and recovery. And sobriety right. is, you know, the abstinence is abstinence right. and recovery is the way I've I've formulated it in my head is mm-hmm. sober self actualization, which means first you need to get sober and mm-hmm. then you need to recover. And mm-hmm. I'm learning what of that it works in terms of the way AA speaks about it. What if it works in terms of the way people that you know hate AA quite frankly mm-hmm. think of it? And some of it started when. Um, and, and, and I'll, I'll stop my, my monologue in a minute, but <laughs> some of it started when I, I went on a, 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 into a comment section on the fix, um, 
and you know, I, I'd visited the fix a bit, and and I know it's a little, it's a little more, it's a, a rough, more rough and tumble side of, of the right. recovery community, right. and and I understood that, um, but there was an article or post um, about uh, essentially it was about a, somebody that was anti AA and somebody uh, that was an AA adherent mm-hmm. um, having a civil conversation, which to me since the beginning of this has just been an absurd notion that that, that can't happen because I do it with you yeah. <laughs> very regularly sure. and now we do it yep. weekly on microphone. Right. Um, and so I just thought I had something to share. So I thought I'd jump in forgetting um, that, you know, the, <laughs> the right. rule of right. comment sections everywhere that, you know, right. pre- have a, have an exit plan, um, <laughs> which I don't know that I did. And, right. you know, it, it was a little... Um, so what'd you say? Uh, just that um, my notion was that it must be something specific to um, specific meetings and specific people that, uh, that 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 would be such a challenge, that, that, that somebody that isn't involved in AA... Um, that's that is into getting sober, and somebody mm-hmm. that is involved with AA mm-hmm. that's into getting sober mm-hmm. couldn't sit down and have a civil conversation, right, right. Um, you know, and exactly that because right. I do it right, right. very regularly yep. with you, right. um, and uh, you know, it, it quickly you know devolved into you know just really um, you know vitriolic, you know, vehement, just sort of. You know, just mudslinging yeah. on either side, in yeah. a sense. Yeah. Um, and it was, it, and it's a very black and white issue in that. Well, it's a very black and white issue yeah. for the people that are anti-A. Yeah, it yeah. couldn't be more. You know. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you this: Do you feel recovered? No, and that's that's, so that's what, a question, I and, ask. and that's what I want to get to. And yeah. it, I, I don't, but that's in term, in my definition. And so here's so here's what's interesting: that's that that whole dialogue, and it's you know it's a whole long chain. You know, it went on for yeah, three yeah. days. I had I kept yeah. jumping back in. Um, because in a sense now, I, I don't just represent myself. I represent this thing, clean and sober, and mm-hmm. since right now. Yeah. And, you know, I, I I didn't want to, one, I didn't be, want to be run out of town. Yeah, yeah. Um, and two, I also, I wanted to have, I wanted to have a civil yeah. conversation, which is challenging sometimes. But uh, what's my point? Oh, so, and at some point in that comment section, I, I, I'd call it a dialogue or a conversation, but it wasn't. Somebody who was anti-AA, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sort of, uh, and again, tones hard in in writing, particularly brief writing comments and tweets and all that. It's hard to get tone, but I'm pretty sure I have the tone right. right. Very dismissively uh, said, you know, 17 years, you're not in recovery, you're recovered. Uh-huh. And um, I, I'm pretty sure it was the same person that suggested, you know, sort of like, go live your life, don't. Why are you even worried about it? Uh, if you happen to have a glass of champagne, don't 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 worry about it. Yeah. Which struck me as crazy. Talk. And I keep saying dangerously ignorant or ignorantly yeah. dangerous. Right, you know, right, it's just. Yeah. St- and I'm like, you're you're you know, to, to have a, a comment section diagnosis, right? <laughs> um, and then <laughs> right. say, hey, to encourage you, it's, to say, you're you're good to go. Go yeah, ahead and yeah, start yeah. drinking again. Yeah. It was just absurd yeah. to me and and dangerous. Yeah. Um, you know, he's saying it to me. Um, I, I can process that. I'm not suggesting other yeah. people aren't capable of, of of making wise decisions for themselves, but right. there are people in much more fragile states right. of mind. And you say that to them, like, yeah. oh, really? Okay, so the comment mm-hmm. board told me I could start drinking again. Right, right. You know? yeah, um, and, and I think that people can have drank uh, for a far less Far excuses. less, <laughs> right, exactly. They've took, <laughs> taken, had needed far less encouragement right. to... Um, dive back in so 
you know, that's actually really sat with me and, and eaten me up for a while. This notion that um, there are people out there that think after, uh, you know, I'll, I won't even use recovery right now or recovered or any of that. I'll just say sobriety. I've yeah. been abstinent in my, you know, I, I've been abstinent. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't uh, you know, imbibed alcohol and I yep. haven't ingested any other, uh, you know, chemicals that, that were doing me harm. Um, so, and, and it's, I, I guess the notion that, uh, you know, I, I don't want to be, and I don't feel like I am necessarily like a tourist <laughs> in terms of what I'm doing right. now because I have, you know, that, that much recovery. I, I, I genuinely am exploring my, my recovery at this yeah, stage. Right. And I genuinely want to provide what support I can for others. Yeah. So, um, you know, but then this, this one notion was sort of like, what are you even bothering with? Why don't you go live your life? You right. know, you're done. Um, so the, the other day, uh, uh, actually we, we went up to Chicago this mm-hmm. past weekend. We were mm-hmm. driving home. Holly was taking a turn driving and I just tweeted out this, this, it was eating me up. And finally I just tweeted out in, from the back seat. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this question, if you had 17 years of in recovery, would you consider yourself recovered? Yeah. Now, Many of the people I follow on Twitter, mm-hmm. um, who are who are who are not such a uh, uh, you know a, a rough and you know it yeah. doesn't feel like walking into yeah. a dark alley when right. I'm on tw- when I'm on Twitter with them. It's it's a very comfortable uh, <laughs> yeah. community and they've been very welcoming and, and yep. I, I appreciate that. But um, what I learned pretty quickly was that AA uses the terms recovery and recovered differently yep. than I had ever thought about them specifically the past tense yes recovered and it, it was sort of an aha moment for me i realized if you talk about it in terms of a disease yep. then the disease model you can recover from a bout of something you know sure. cancer can go into remission you are re, you know in a sense recovered or you know you can recover from mm-hmm. from an instance but right. it can return yeah so rec- and in my head i always thought and i don't know why because it's sort of na- it's very naive it's mm-hmm. sort of naive i thought recovered would mean you're done. You're done. Yeah. You're, you made it. Yeah. You know, and you, I, you reached the finish line, and, my and friend. And that's why I was having such a hard time with this person telling me I was recovered. Yeah. There's, um, because I, I, I don't. I, if, if that's if the definition is you're done, yeah. I would never consider myself recovered. Recovered. Yeah. Um, and uh, the notion that you, you're recovered from an instance from a given mm-hmm. occurrence. That I understand. Yeah. Um, well, it's, that is interesting. And I think, well, you bring up a ton of points. I know. I saw it. It's yeah, been right. bouncing around my head. Yeah. And just lastly, the, yeah. the, the, the thing that, uh, you know, and I told you also, the, the other part that, that was uh, the, another element of the inspiration for all of this, mm-hmm. clean and sober since right now and all mm-hmm. of that, was Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Just freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. This guy, 22 years in recovery, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, abstinent, sober, whatever, clean. Mm-hmm. No safety. There's no, you're never safe. No, I know. And then as we're sitting down tonight, this yeah. fucking news about Robin yeah, Williams comes on and yep. just crushed me. Yeah. Um, really did. Yeah, and and it, just reading that short article and who knows what, you know, this is, it's early. You don't know anything right. about what specifically happened with Robin Williams, but it, he certainly had his bouts with addiction. I think that was clear. Right. It, the article said he had gone back in treatment to keep his sobriety. And I've known people that have not used, but go back to treatment. Right. Uh, 10 years, 20 years, whatever, um, to go back to kind of get their head straight. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's that's what the article said he was doing. But still dealing with it. Still, right. his addiction is still the monster, right? 
Um, and then obviously had depression or whatever else went on, but yeah, it's just awful. But to me, a lot of that is in the same world of the disease and depression. You know, it's not, I don't think they're tier one and the other opposite things or at all, but you know, it's funny. I, I think recovered in the AA to me I think that term is like you recovered your book because you lost it I don't know if people we talk about recovered much uh, I don't know if that the program is really about that and and it's a good question I think AA it sets you up to say that you're going to have this disease for the rest of your life right. and and I, I think I don't know if you believe that or not but do you believe you still have this disease like do you still feel whatever like you, you took a drink oh yeah absolutely whatever you want to call it you're not going to ever drink it. normally. I'm never, well, I'm never going to drink it all if I can help it. Yeah. But <laughs> right. if you did. If I did, it would not be normal. Right. <laughs> it would be the worst possible decision I could make. I'm Convinced. certain of yeah. it. You wouldn't stop again. You'd start. You'd right. Be right back where you started. Right. And that has nothing to do. And you know, it, it's interesting because the. the so with and, the 17 years, all sorry. the stuff you learned. Yeah. Is not going to keep you from, it's not going to help you drink normally. Right. And no. Nothing. Right. No, because it's irrational. You're right. So, so the recovered part, right. that's where I don't know if you get recovered. No, I don't uh, think that ever happens. Well, so, no. And it, again, it depends on the terms. Um, and, and one way it was explained to me yesterday was that you were recovered, again, from an instance yeah. of it. So yeah. that's where you know the relapse comes. You recover, mm-hmm. okay? ergo recovered, yep. and then you relapse, and then you go back into recovery, and you recover again, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, the, and the issue is, I guess, you know, I guess only because you, you know, we need words to talk about something mm-hmm. that, that, you know, I was a little chagrined to learn that I didn't quite understand how everybody was using the words. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not sure I still do. And I also think different people use them differently, yeah. which is very clear, which makes it a little challenging. So, you know, I, I, I don't know, you know, it wasn't so much that I wanted to, I guess, talk about the words so much as I wanted to talk about that I didn't understand them exactly. And yeah. it's more the behavior. I guess in some sense, the using the word, using the past tense, it feels a little, um, I don't know, I guess dangerous. Because mm-hmm. in a sense, I'd want to say Philip Seymour Hoffman was recovered. I'd want to say, you know, Robin Williams was recovered, which, you know, 20 years of sobriety. But that that using it, if you're not vigilant, using that word allows you some complacency. Right. Right? Yeah. Because it's, sort of, it's, it's a past tense. It's yeah. something that is behind you. Right. Um, and I, I guess that would be the, the danger in having there be any confusion about the use of the word. Yeah. Um, and, and I know, I mean, I know lots and lots of people, not a handful, tons, who 10, 15, 20 years who go back out. Well, that's a lot. All the time. I mean, it happens all the time. It's from complacency or it's this sense right. that that I can go drink again. It's the, somehow this this illusion that your disease is going to tell you 20 years into it that you can go it's drink nuts. like a gentleman. Yeah. You can go drink normally. Right. Go. You can go have a glass of champagne. Don't right. worry about it. You know, and if if you're not living the, living the solution or in recovery or constantly being reminded that you have this disease or constantly getting your perspective checked or going to meetings or whatever you're doing right. for your program though the, the, you it's you're tired that's that oh that does maybe i am maybe you know it starts working on you right. and all of a sudden you have a glass of champagne or and then yeah, yeah it worked fine then you have a couple more and then pretty soon like boom right i mean it's, exactly i mean the only thing i would su- suggest too is you know, it's that part that for me is, you know, if if sobriety is the abstinence and, and recovery mm-hmm. is that, that sober self-actualization, I yeah. should pick up an easier term to say because yeah. I cannot say that. It's, I um, think it's the journey. 
but the journey to self-actualization. I don't know. Okay, if you right, exactly. That. I think you're, right. you're on this you're right. road, right? Right, right. Yeah, um, exactly. You're right. The recovery and, feels like it's this road to that yeah. destination. And I don't know if you ever get to that destination, but you're on the road, right? Exactly. Yeah, and and yeah, and re- yeah, recovery requires like so much. I think genuine recovery. I mean, there's a lot of talk about spiritual recovery, which mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm I'm still figuring out what how I feel about that, what, what I feel I need in that regard. Right. Or, or, um, but, um, you know, f- for me, the most important thing is to be honest with myself about myself. I just, I mean, oh, I, yeah. I, I never, yep. I never want to know myself less well than anybody else. You right, know, it's right. like, um, I don't want to tell somebody else to, to have to tell me something about myself. I don't know. Um, so, uh, you know, that, that um you know that's step four chris i'm just it? saying we're, and we're on step four this week so that's oh, is, it, yeah. is it what is it yeah taking a uh fearless oh, and moral okay. inventory yeah. and this is that's exactly what it is it's interesting so yeah. you know I, i've stumbled my way into these steps yeah, I, I, I think know. over the course of these 17 years <laughs> um and you know the thing is um you know i guess without that sort of uh fellowship or that organized community um I've, you know, I, I sort of lapse in terms of how I apply them. And, you know, yeah. 17 years later, I'm sort of realizing I need to add another piece uh, to my, you know, quote unquote recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the, the thing I was thinking about, again, I've, I started out today thinking about Philip Seymour Hoffman. Now I'm obviously ending it thinking about Robin Williams. Right. Um, is But did, did you think he went back out? Did you think... It was caused by him not taking care of his disease. Is that what it sounded like? I think he wasn't taking care. I, I think he was having real trouble with depression. Yeah. Just based on what I've read. You yeah, know, who yeah. knows? We, you know, no, we don't I know, know anything. I know. But I mean, I can I can relate. It's a yep. story I can tell in my head and, and recognize. Totally agree. Um, and, uh, you know, in, in terms of the recovery aspect, that's, you know, handling that, you know, when you uncover... Take throw off the addiction cover and and right. you, slithering around under, underneath it is that depression yep. and the yep. anxieties and all those other yep. things that are like underneath the yep. warm blanket of addiction. Right. Um, you have to figure out how to deal with them, yep. and that's fucking hard, you know. And yeah. that's 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 to me that's recovery, right? right? That's yep. dealing with all of that shit. Yep. yep. Being your best self, figuring out how to be your best self in spite of yourself. Yeah. Um, is the hard part, and I think, you know. Uh, all these things are irrational. They're they're your body. You know, it's your body chemistry. It's neurochemistry. It's 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 all these things that are such a challenge to affect. Yeah. Um, and uh, it just sounds like he was having trouble with that aspect of recovery. He was yeah. having trouble with um, getting control. You know, again, same with you know David Foster Wallace. Yeah. Um, you know, this deep, uncontrollable, irrational. Um, you know, mutiny by his own head. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I think, you know, now now that we're, we're understanding that aspect of it, when I think about him going back into wherever he went, Hazelden or something, to um, do a tune-up or whatever what he's calling it, I think uh, he was just looking, he was just looking for help other yeah. than going back to whatever the bottle or the cocaine yeah, yeah. or whatever it was. No, he was like, these are my options. I, I either start using again to yeah. shut this thing up. Right, which is 
which is terrifying. Which is terrifying like, because like, I cannot like that's a that's where you, that's how you kill yourself because you realize this isn't an option. Right. 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 And it, and it, it's well and the it, the whole thing is just wow. crazy because uh-huh. it just points to how <laughs> it's terrifying because he was his own worst enemy and he yeah. could not get away from himself. Yeah. You know, you think with time and the right help and the right combination of this, that, or the other, you know, therapy and meds and who, you know, who knows what it, to be in that much pain. No, I know. And it's funny cause I think you get to this point terrible. where you're, you've done all this stuff and your head still feels the same way. Your head is still saying the same things that you had said to you this whole time. And you're like decades later, decades later, you're not any different. And you're like, is this all there is? Like I've come this mm-hmm. far and I still feel this mm-hmm. exact same way. Mm-hmm. And I can't do this anymore. Right. I can't do this anymore. And I think, I think that's where it comes down to. I mean, but yeah, I don't think he thought he was recovered. No. You know, and it's, it's interesting. I, th- I would incur- I think that people that go back into it, like he knew something was wrong. He went back into treatment. Right. You know? Right. And when he, yeah. And that's what I think. I think having understood that, I don't know if it was his wife or somebody said that, you know, he was battling a deep depression deep, lately. Yeah. Um, you know, my sense is that he was trying really hard not to succumb to yeah. his addictions yeah, yeah. Um, and go at it another way. Yeah. But so recovered, yeah. I mean, not recovered, <laughs> you <laughs> know, um, not 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 recovered um, in recovery. I guess today I'm having trouble appreciating the words that go with all. You know. Yeah. Um, just you know, when you're confronted by something very real like that, somebody who's n- you know was not not old, mm-hmm. had fame, fortune, you know, uh, wife, yep. who I you know imagine a loving wife, and yep. he had kids and um, tremendous career and a tremendous career, and he was funny as yep. shit. Did lots of um, stuff, accomplished a lot. You know, Did, by and, all accounts, a great guy, great human being. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, and you, yeah, and your head you can't get out of your head. You know, it's funny. And I think a lot of the self-actualization, the journey, yeah. is to try to separate you from your mind, right? Right. The voice in your head is it's to try to get your consciousness or awareness or your presence or your one day at a timeness. Yeah. A little space between right. that thing in your head that obsesses and tells you all this stuff. Whatever that thing is. Because it can lead you there. Right. right? It can lead you there. That's where your head leads you. That's why people put the gun to their head because right. they can't make it stop. Yeah, and I think a lot of this journey that we're on is to try to get us to to have some distance between that, mm-hmm. right? Between who we are, this being, mm-hmm. and our head, and we are not our head. And I think you hear that a lot, like you know, the committee in my head, and this mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of right, rooms. Right. You know, you just and I can totally relate to that. My, I my head is fighting battles that don't exist. My head is projecting conversations into the future that have not happened yet and the the projections that i have are always a bet of the bad kind i'm always Mm -hmm. projecting the worst and that's what i'm that's what i obsess about and why i continue to go to meetings is because i have to i have to have that perspective Mm -hmm. and i get that perspective at a meeting Mm -hmm. i don't get it anywhere else i'm not reminded of that anywhere else um you can meditate you can pray you can do lots of things but i at a meeting i'm going to get the perspective that that's my head telling me all right. these things. That's not me. It's not my recovery. It has nothing to do with 
well, if I can listen to my head, make right. my day miserable, <laughs> <laughs> or I can separate myself and get some perspective from that. And to me, that I don't think you're ever recovered past that. I think you constantly need reminding to separate those two. Because I think the second you don't think about that or don't have that awareness or aren't doing something to keep that space, you're right back at it. And yeah. you just run off with your mind and obsess or get bitter, angry, or whatever your thing is that your head is constantly telling you. Lots of people's heads when they first get in here are telling them to, obs they obsess about drinking and using. Yeah. That's what their heads are telling them. Right. At some point that stops, right? Yeah. At some point in your 17 years, you're not, you don't wake up thinking about drinking. Yeah. That doesn't become your problem. But that obsession doesn't go away, right? Right. Your head doesn't yeah. go away. It's still their thing, obsessing about something. Right. Something. It's trying to drive you fucking crazy. So, Yeah. I feel I don't want to be irresponsible in some senses, some sense talking about, you know, th those obsessions and, mm -hmm. and clearly, you know, Rob, Robin Williams had them. We all, yep. I all have them. I think all addicts have them underneath. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the core to recovering mm -hmm. to being, getting better, you yeah. know, that's, that's the, that's as a definition for recovering. Yeah. That's it. Getting better. Yep. You know, it's, that's that simple. Yeah. Um, and here's what I'm struggling with. I don't want to suggest he wasn't doing all he could. I'm either saying he did all he could and it wasn't enough. Yeah. Which is terrifying, you know, because he's yeah. not here now. Yeah. Or he wasn't doing all he could. And I don't know if that's any less terrifying. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. I think anymore, I, I just know that, you know, it's... Uh, don't kill yourself. Yeah, don't kill yourself. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, just give it another day. Right. And, uh, and think about it in the morning. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, but don't do it at all. How did, the, how did last week's cast go with uh, Simone? Was it... Uh, <sighs> did you like it? I loved it. Yeah, um, yeah I thought it was great having um, a new voice in here. Yeah. I, I look forward to doing it again in the yeah. not-too-distant future. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I'd say six months for our friend. Like, let him get six months, and we'll get him when he's down here. Not, don't make a special trip. But I think when he's right. down here, sure, we'll get him. In, we'll get him in great. the chair. I think it'd be good. And I think yeah. six months would be good. And I think um, our friend has time in recovery. Right, went back out. Right. So it's you know he had some years. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like six months. You should sit, no, sit down and we should grill his ass. What'll <laughs> happen? Well, bro, <laughs> what what happened? Whatever is right. I mean, all all of it. You know, uh, this whole thing we're doing, ideally, all of it is, is here to provide some insight, some support, some, you know, something usable for somebody sure. else in their recovery, right? Yep. So, yep. I mean, every everybody's got a story, no matter yep. what point they are, they're at. Yep. Um, you know, we're all... Well, it's funny, regardless of whether you got 17 years, you were in the program, you're not in the program, however you, you got your time, at the end of the day... Re Recovery is still about one person helping another person. Right? Yeah. You got to have that right. fundamental relationship, and I think that's how it works the best. Um, so all the the programs and steps and all that stuff, it's still a, usually it's it's somebody's going to tell you something that you can relate to, right? right. Someone's going to tell you something that you can you can see that there's a path that you can follow, that you are indeed not a doomed person. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's the point of getting people in here to tell their stories. Um, I think anyone can relate to those little bits and mm -hmm. pull those things out, those useful things, and stay sober for one more minute, one more 
hour, whatever that is. Yeah, one more day. Um, yeah, and it, it's been uh, it's been interesting. I mean, the, the, those recovery stories are are great too. But just yeah, the insights of how different different how people live their lives differently mm-hmm. at different points in their recovery. Um, are there are there people a lot of people out there that think they're recovered? Like, do you do you come across it a lot on message boards? Uh, you know, I, I'm not. Where they're like, I'm recovered. Well, not like not like that. I don't. I don't. I, I think. Um, well, because I didn't understand the term when I asked it, I got answers that varied slightly in how they applied the term. Yeah, and I would never um, begrudge anyone using the term. Sure. Um, if if that's how they feel, I yeah. mean, you're, you're you are what you sort yeah, of sure. believe and what you feel. Um, right. You know, as long as you're you know honest with yourself, because you know, again, I. I Speaking for myself, the danger would be until I was sort of shaken out of my naive belief that using that word means it's in the past and you're done. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that would be my concern. You're using yeah. a past tense. Yeah. And so that just to me would be too easy to sink into complacency using a word that's the past tense. I agree. Well, and if you're using it and you're recovered and you're out drinking again, like you're recovered from this bout of heavy drinking and you're you're out drinking again. Right. Maybe you weren't an alcoholic to begin with, or I'm going to bet at some point that's going to catch up with you. If you're recovered and you were doing something to stay sober and now you're not doing that anymore, but you're still staying sober, that's a different thing. Like you went to A for a long time and then you recovered and I'm done with this. I'm done doing recovery stuff. Right. I'm recovered from the recovery (laughs) stuff. Right. I'm not going to drink anymore and stay sober. My diploma. Yeah. I've, I've seen people do that and I've seen seen people do that for quite a while you know mm-hmm. i've seen people come to AA, get sober and then not go to meetings mm-hmm. but continue to stay sober and sometimes they'll fall off years later they'll be back at a meeting and mm-hmm. you'll be like dude five years you know and you come in and i'll beat up some people may stay sober for a long time and never go to AA right. again um i think after a certain point you go to a because you like the people there you're buddies with everyone sure. it's a community right it's, there's lots of reasons that you're going and you're constantly on this journey to self-actualization and the program's very good at that but yeah i'm sure there are people that go and then stop but don't ever drink again right yeah, yeah i can see that yeah. i can totally see that um but even but even them i wonder if they would consider themselves recovered well and, and i think <laughs> some know? people do i think in the sense that you know i, I think if you have abstained for however long yeah, and you yeah. genuinely believe you're that's it you got it yeah um i, I can I, I i see how you could say i'm recovered yes my john you know again i i don't know i'm, I'm just i'm just gonna be beating a dead horse with this oh god i said dead horse um but uh you're going to be beating something. Something. <laughs> the, but, um, you know, there are people that, with plenty of time, yeah. that don't, that weren't, yeah. you know, recovered. It's not in the past tense. Yeah. And, and in my, my mind, it's it's more akin to, um, you know, graduated. When you graduate college and get your diploma, you're done. You're not going to all of a sudden have to go back to college. You know what I mean? You've done the sure. work. Yeah, yeah. You've gotten the diploma and you're moving on. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and again, it's, it's the use of the words. I, I think I'm, I, I wish I could just get past them or something, but you just need to have them to, yeah. to talk about it. I guess. And I think, I think a lot of the old timers will tell you, they come to meetings cause they're, 
they're there to help the new guys, right. right? I think that's a huge part of it. When you get, when you have a good program, hmm. you come to meetings because you want to get out of your head. You don't want to be this selfish thinking person that you had always been, and you realize that your presence at the meeting isn't for you. You show up to because your meeting needs you. Because right. the people that are coming in for the first time need right. to see you in the freaking chair, telling you whatever you're going to say. And so I think a lot of people, and I think that's selfless thinking. Right. At some point, you cross into that phase where you show up because you're one of the guys that has gotten this thing so freely given to you, and you need to now take your turn to pass it on. Because there were guys that, when you first got in there, there were old timers that passed it on to you. So I think a lot of it's that. Yeah, no, um, I'm re- and I've definitely gained an appreciation for that. However, whatever form it comes in, whether it's AA or not, yeah. or, you know, passing on what you've got, you know, that, that has contributed to your success um, in this thing, um, you know, is... Uh, is a big deal. Is a big deal. Yeah. So um, do you want to talk about the four step? You brought it up. Or did I, I did bring br- it up? Well, well I, I said something that you said that is the fourth step, which is, is... the fourth step. Is... So you oh, the know yourself yeah. right. better than anyone. Right. That's your journey that you're on. So something about you right. tells you that that's a good thing to to have taken. We call it a moral inventory or right. an inventory. And the whole idea is just like any business, you want to take stock of what you have inside. Um, so we have a fearless and moral inventory of ourselves. And uh, that's that's what the four step is. It's literally writing down lots mm-hmm. of stuff and and the point of it is because at the end of the day you're going to get rid of all that stuff mm-hmm. and let all that stuff go and it's all the stuff that causes you shame that plays in your head that you obsess about it's shit from your past that you haven't gotten rid of i had someone explain it to me and i thought this was the best method of a four step because lots of people read it in the book and it's a very long mm-hmm. it couldn't come across as a very long written process so a lot of Guys try to duck out of it because it's work. You have to right. just sit down and write stuff. And um, for me, I was happy to get all this crap out. But anyway, yeah. What three things were you going to take to the grave with you that you haven't told anyone? Write those down. Oh, they're going to tell me to say them right now. I'm yeah. not telling you on the mic. <laughs> no, but I think okay. I should. <laughs> tell you on mic? Yeah, tell me on mic. Do you have three things? Do you have stuff? Um, you don't have to say them, but do you have things? That you were gonna take to the grave with you. They haven't told anyone, because you're only as sick as your secrets. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I probably, yeah, probably have a couple. Okay, yeah, that you've never told oh, anyone. anyone. Um, you've never told anyone. You're just holding them in. Oh, I don't know if I have that. I've never told anyone. Okay, so you've told somebody. Yeah, somebody I mean, knows. I, I typically, yeah, I, I try not to hold anything completely to myself. Okay, that's good. Um, and, and I think after 17 years, there's probably very few things that right. are demons in your closet yeah. that you haven't been able to talk about yeah. until somebody. Right. Well, you know what's interesting that you say this? Yeah. Can I, can I interrupt yeah, yeah. you on this? Yeah, yeah. Well, be, because it pertains. Um, after, uh, so what was it, like six years ago, it was right around the time of the Great Depression mine, <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> Not the 1920s no, stock no, market my, crash. That, that one that I've uh, referenced on, on past episodes. Yep. It was, you know, after we had parted ways from uh, Momentum. Yep. And uh, I was just, you know, this this depression, you know, it was brought on by a number of things, yep. I think. You know, yep. who knows? Yeah. I, it was, I think it was, a chem- it was a chemical depression. It wasn't, you know, it's triggered probably by ex- external circumstances. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say those were what caused it, you know? Yeah. They just sort of 
tipped this thing that was teetering on the edge anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I, I started this blog um, just to, uh, you know, get my thoughts out, mm-hmm. essentially, and just to, to, I don't know what I was going to do with it. Anyway, right. so, and, and one post early on was, um, and, and I, I'm all over the place, people, right now. But um, I, I sort of uh, I've called the uh, the the uh, Eminem theory of or no the Eight Mile theory. Yeah. Because at the end of the movie Eight Mile, mm-hmm. Eminem has to go in a rap battle against his antagonist, yeah. who him and his crew or something have slept with Eminem's girlfriend yeah. and done all this shit to him, yeah. fucked him up, and he's yep. the only white boy kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And they have to freestyle a rap, and it's all about you know. Um, uh, you know, basically dissing each other. Right. And Eminem figures out on the spur of the moment that his freestyle is going to be about, he's going to take everything the guy was going to use and say about him, mm-hmm. and he's going to say it in his. About himself. About himself. Yeah, confess So a this. fearless and searching moral yeah. inventory is yeah. basically, you know, essentially yeah. kind of his thing yeah. in some sense, yeah. a very loose sense. So anyway, that's the eight-mile theory of, yeah. of sort of self. Yeah. Um, that I've So I, I, I've took that very yeah. truthfully. And right around that time, I was also reading about... Um, What's it called? It was called like, um, not brutal honesty, but uh, oh, what's it called? It, it was a movement about, it was a movement wherein you are just uh, un- completely and totally honest in all your dealings. Okay. Um, and This it, was a theory of, of how to live better. It was a theory of how to live yeah. and it was like getting some tiny bit of traction in like news and articles yep. and stuff about people walking around and you know, whatever, Being telling totally, honest. you're just totally honest. Um, you know, and I, you can see how that might work in real yeah, life. It's yeah. just, it's, but, and so my thought was, well, I'm writing this and I was probably feeling less than yeah. in many ways. Yeah. And I was feeling diminished. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't have a, a job yeah. and, you know, that had been my identity for a very long yeah. time. Yeah. Um, what I did and how much I made and what yeah. I drove and that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Whatever. So I was just feeling very less than I was, I was sinking into a deep depression. So I wrote these, these uh, 15 truths and one lie yeah. about myself. Yeah. And I put it out there. And I, I had a decent, I remember this. And I had decent readership. Yeah. And I think a lot, you know, a lot of people I knew yeah. were reading it. Yeah. And I just wanted to, you know, it was sort of like yeah. whatever anybody else thinks or can say yeah. about me, here's some stuff. Yeah. And so anyway, my point is yeah, yeah. to get all the way back yeah. to taking yeah. to the grave. Yeah. You know, those that might have not have had, say, the those top three or something, but had a lot of yeah, had a lot of things, a lot of stuff about myself that I was holding inside. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to give all of this away for free to everybody else, and it won't, I won't have to have it anymore. You know, yeah. And I still feel the liberation of that today. Yeah, you know that those aren't things I'm carrying. Well, that's your fourth and fifth step, Chris. Let's look at you. Okay, well, well, there you go. So I did it. And that was like six years ago. And I think, you know, we we talk about how like I've stumbled my way into some of these Mm -hmm. things that AA Mm -hmm. knows already and has for decades. And and you gave Um, this away. You freely gave this out to the universe. Yeah. And the the thought was, I'm going to give this away so I don't have to keep that. So I don't have to hang on to it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You've crowdsourced your God. Yeah, exactly. Well, I did, in a sense. <laughs> I'm like, here, cool. you guys do this. You guys take yeah, this. Yeah. And you don't know who specifically you're giving it to. Mm-mm. But it's this idea that you're There's hundreds. giving this yeah. away to a power greater than yourself. At least hundreds of people. Right, absolutely. And in a sense, yeah. you know, speaking of power greater than yourself, sometimes that power might not always necessarily be benign. Because in, yeah. in, my, in my head, that yeah. power, were, you know, 
you know, there's a bit of persecution complex or, you know, a little, I call it the carry syndrome. Is that still up? Is that blocked up? No, I don't know. I can find it. it? No, I don't think it's, it's not online anymore, but I could repost it. Yeah, we could. Um, That'd be good to see. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to dig through uh, a hard drive, but, um, you know, they're, they're all going to laugh at you kind of thing. And so it was, my higher power was probably uh, in my head was, in that instance was not necessarily a benign higher power. It was, you know, yeah. Here. So did you expect bad feedback, but you got good feedback? I bet. I bet um, you had more supporters. than support, I got support. Yeah. I got a lot of support. Yeah. Um, a lot of love. I got a lot of love, a lot of, you know, admire your courage, courage, yeah. honesty, you know, integrity, you know, that kind of, <laughs> right. I want to say that kind of bullshit, but you know, honesty, <laughs> courage, integrity, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. yeah, that kind of, um, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. I guess in some sense, and you I've had done a, you that. a sense that it was going to, you were going to get bad feedback, haters, but not, not just, yeah. Whatever, but you didn't. I think in in my head, I was Eminem, yeah, <laughs> and everybody else was his his rap his battle competitor, yeah. his yeah. rival. And I was like, "Are oh, you going to say some shit about me? Here you go. Yeah. I'm going to say it." Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. Then that. And did that, you immediately feel better when you got that out? Do you remember? Like, did that help in your depression? Did that help uh, you? It helped. Not necessarily the depression. It helped how I, you know, how I felt about myself. There's so many layers, you know, yeah, obviously yeah. to all of our psyches sure. yep, you know yep. and you know the depression is still that thing under there mine is at least yeah that often has no real tie to anything else in terms of what's causing it yeah. or in terms of what i can do to alleviate it yeah and there are people that you know say you know proponents of you know a better way other than taking a pill completely understand that mm-hmm. i was completely it was totally reluctant to take a pill yeah, for yeah. my depression yeah it helped me immediately. I thank my yeah. higher power, whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I think I've said this. I don't know. It saved my life. Yeah, absolutely. you know, that's it, my pill for yeah. my depression. Saved yeah. my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's all there is to it. Yep. Um, and uh, and and I would say just just as a little side note, yeah. I think AA sponsors all these all this. I think we're as as a people very encouraging of that exact thing, like. If you're an A and you got problems with depression right. and you're go see someone and you're this someone, right. the doctor says, try this, right. try that. Try it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the alternative is, is much less yeah. sexy than no, yes. <laughs> right, taking, right, right. taking a little pill. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, so, and, we, and I think I've talked about that. You know, I don't feel remotely less than myself. I, yeah. I feel like I'm all here with it. Um, it doesn't yeah. mean that well, I cool. don't sense little bits of you know depression yeah, yeah. flit by in the background yeah they're there but you know and i know i've said this before that they're not these deep yeah. hits yeah um which is good yeah which is great so uh fourth in, or fourth inventory fourth, fourth step, step inventory I, to a large degree i think i did it six yeah. years ago it sounds like i'll yeah. try to dig that up yeah um and think about that think about if there's anything because it's funny when you start digging around stuff there's stuff that you may have just pushed away, never to think about again in some dark corner, mm-hmm. something, somewhere. I don't know. Give it, a, give it a thought this week. We'll talk about it next week. But and I, I think I, I don't know. some of those things, if there are any left, yeah. and there may be. Maybe. But um, what's what's the AA version of, of the fifth where, uh, not that step, but amendment. I, like, I, there are things that you I might make not. Make amends for. No, 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 no. No, I'm saying the, the, the fifth um, 
I'll take the fifth. I'll take the fifth. No, only because, you know, there are probably things <laughs> that, um, and I, honestly, I have no specifics right sure. now, but I would never want to say anything that causes Other undue people? pain. For anyone else. Or discomfort, quite sure, frankly, sure. to anyone else. Yep. So at this point, particularly at this point in my sobriety, it's like, I have no interest yep. in anybody we won't, that we I know or love, yeah. you know, being uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, so. And the fifth step is you, you talk to some one person. That's who you take your fifth with. Usually a sponsor. Could be a religious figure. And what's the fifth? Fifth is you actually talk, tell your talk first step. Talk through the first inventory? Step. Yeah. Talk oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not sitting here. And you don't have to do it. Like, a, okay, no one, podcast land. No. Sit down, no. make a cup of tea. No, we're gonna, no, no. We don't have to do a podcast. Right. Okay. But I thought it would be kind of interesting. If well, there was nothing. You know, it was like, right. I stole some booze when I was in sixth grade and I still owe the. No. It's not confession. No, and I. It's not a confession. It's it's literally trying to get get you to put down on paper the things that are causing that are causing still you, in your head, causing you shame, anguish, pain, shame, anguish, yeah. pain, anxiety. Right. It's just trying to get that shit on paper, and and when you boil it right down, it's really those those things that you were going to take to the grave that you weren't going to tell anyone. Those are the things yeah. that really fuck you up. I mean, truly, right. that if you don't get rid of those things, you're going to go drink again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen that happen a lot. So we, we all get into AA or whatever. You know, we all mm-hmm. have lived our liar, cheaters, and thieves. That's what right. we did, right? Right. And so we all have those kinds of things. The, the stuff that we have no problem admitting usually isn't the stuff that's causing us deep... Right, trouble. It's right. The stuff that we won't admit. That's kind of, so. Anyway, yeah. When you first get here, I'd do the four step just by the book, and it's you know it's a process, and you try to get all that shit out. But there's always those things that you may have been hanging on to that I always feel like cause you trouble um, that you really want to get get out. So anyway, and I'm I have no idea if you have any of those left. But <laughs> yeah, I'll see if I've, if I've but got it's anything. That I you've can... kind of done these things yeah, anyway, right? Um, and that that post just getting the shit out there, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. I think that's You've dealt with it. You've gotten, you've found those things that were causing you trouble mm-hmm. and put that out to the world. And that's exactly what it is. So. Yeah. And that sensation, you know, when you said, did it help with the depression? It's, yeah. it's less that than it, it freed me up to be better prepared, I think, to, well, although I didn't deal with it that well. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it's something that you had, you know, I wanted to get off this big, wet, moldy blanket of, you know, stuff yeah. so I could at least be strong enough to, to face the depression or yeah. something. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I was, I was, uh, unburdening, you know, unburdening myself of some things. So I'd, I'd be at my fighting weight for this yeah. depression. But, yeah. um, or that. And do you think there was anything between the great depression and when you quit using, was there a point in there when that was there stuff that you had never gotten rid of that ultimately found you and caused that depression? Was there stuff? There was was there work that you hadn't done in that time frame, or just something that ultimately led to that Great Depression? I think a big part of, or did that just happen? And it just happened. The depression, I think, to some degree, I think it may have happened regardless. Yeah, I think, but not necessarily. I mean, a lot of things that happened. You know, I, I, I had a, an early recovery that went, I think, remarkably well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having come yeah. through it and, and now learning more about others and yeah. their early recovery, the yeah. challenges faced. I, I, I was very uh, fortunate yeah, in many yeah, ways. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, within about two years, a year and a half, I, I had started this career that then lasted, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
whatever, 12 years or yeah. something. Yep. I don't know. Um, 11. A brief career <laughs> by many standards, but it was intense. It seemed and, long at the time. And it was... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, it was it was it was intense, and it was um, you know it was it progressed. Yep, consistently progressed. Yep, yep. Um, and I, I I forgot some of the promises I made myself when I when it first began, not having ever uh, made money or been I think celebrated at the level I mm-hmm. had been for what I could do in, mm-hmm. in certain regards. Mm-hmm. Um, I I. I Early on, I told myself I won't buy into it. You know, yeah. it's like remember who you are, stay grounded. Yeah. Um, and over the course of it, I did very much let it all turn me into somebody I didn't like. Yeah. Um, I did. Yeah. I mean, and you, I'm, I'll, you're welcome to vouch for that. I was a piece of shit at the end. I think yeah. I was a miserable guy. You were a miserable guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was not just to myself, but to others. You're projecting miserableness. Mis- misery. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I would say that's true. And. And, uh, but I don't think it was all bad. I mean, I think you had, I think you had good moments, but well, yeah, it sure, was, nobody's, you were sliding yeah, right. I, into, I, I didn't know, but it's interesting because we all get there with right. stuff where you lose perspective of what's important, who you are and all that stuff. And everything's becomes much bigger than it is. Right. And it, it's, that's where you were with this, the work, right. right. Or this career, whatever it right. was became much more important than it truly was. Right. My sense of self-worth was attached to all the wrong things. Yes. And we all get there. And 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 I was I had stopped being I'd stopped my maintaining my my sort of vigilant focus on who I was yeah. and how to be the best me. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was I was figuring out how to be a better somebody else. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. other I was trying to be better than other people, not yeah. The best me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I want, but I also felt at, at that point, by the end of that yeah. career, um, I felt that I deserved recognition yeah. as being better than other people. Right. Better than other if people that, that you sense. didn't even want to be. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, anyway, but that's sort of, you know. But did you, then did you left momentum? Yeah. Hit a bottom? Yeah. Found these pills? Kind of. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's hit a bottom. And was there, there any time this bottom you ever considered using? Anything? No. There was a point at this bottom. Yeah. And it's. I have, I have to reread. I, I just read it briefly just in my sort of haze of being sad about Rob Williams, this, uh, this post, and I'll, I'll post a link. Um, by a comedian, I'm going to forget his name. I'll post in the link. I apologize to him. It's, it's, a, it's a great piece. But talks about um, waking up with the thought Basically, I think his was, I want to kill myself. Mine was just like, I want to be dead. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I feel irresponsible to say every day, but I feel like it was every day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, so... And you were at that point where and, you knew you couldn't use. And it's that was not an option. And that's, to your point yeah. earlier, way, you know, bringing it all the way back. Yeah. Those are those are the options. Yeah. And in, in my in my... Recovery, you know, I was married. I have a wonderful wife. Yep. Um, I, the crazy thing, well, who knows? I mean, it's it's neither of them. It's it's not even the lesser of two evils. It's the they're both two two lunacies. They're both two ridiculous right. ridiculous options. Right. Either to sink back into your addictions or kill yourself, or just that's not those aren't all the options. <laughs> no, I know. They're just not. But when a certain when your when your head is so yeah. um, 
fucked. It's just it, it's it is hard to see no, past no. those things. Uh, it is hard to see that. Um, you know, there are like about a million more options than uh, than use or die. Uh, you know. Well, and it's funny because Ron Williams went to fucking recover. I know. That's what's so crazy. I know. I know. We brought it all the way back. Didn't I know. We? Um, don't use. Don't, don't kill use. yourself. Yep. You know. Tweet somebody, call somebody, email somebody, um, keep trying. And uh, yeah, tweet me, call me. There you go. You're here. <laughs> email me. All right. Um, all right. So, what, where, where's, where's our, what's our, how can we end this on a, on a positive on a note? Positive note. I'm not going to sing. Nope. Uh, I'm not going to rap. Nope. Um, but I think, yeah, I mean, I think the pot, you know, we, Everyone has everyone faces and see see it for what it is. You, we all have walked in those shoes, and you do not have to do that. There are a million. There's mm. lots of ways out of it, right? Yeah. And yeah, I mean that's the positive note. There's, but I, I also think it's like this disease kills people. I know. That's just alcohol crazy. is well addiction kills people and depression. The yeah. two together, fuck. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's tough. A, I know. <laughs> but it's not. Like, get some help. Find somebody to sit with you. Yeah. All right. Or go sit with people. All night coffee shop. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> no, you're right. Um, yeah. All right. I got nothing. <laughs> It'll be okay. Maybe. Oh, fuck, I gotta stop talking. <laughs> Thank you.